take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit. It's going to be a fucking quickie tonight because uh, the brains of the operation called out today. <laughs> he deserves it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but uh, clearly we all chose to be lazy fucks this week. Yep. And uh, <laughs> we have a very short list of bring-ins uh, I- with almost nothing else to talk about. I, I like to think that he's going to listen to this episode and be like, those fuckers. Those fucking assholes. <laughs> Every time I'm there to record, it takes two goddamn hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, fuck it. Let's get to it. Uh, Fthepit.com, patreon.com slash from the pit. Frank, you starting us out? I am not. Oh, Sam, no. you're starting us out then. I am starting yeah, us out. Thank there you, you very much. Yeah, buddy. Uh, well, I mean, I figured... Uh, even if it was a quickie today, I figured that wasn't really any excuse to not bring in some quality. And by that, I mean, and I'm bringing one of the only good death metal releases of 2021. Uh, so fuck it, Tom. Why don't you just, why don't you do that thing, man? you do a mix yeah it's dirty i like it yeah yeah this is this is something i've actually been sitting on for a while and i figured it was time finally about time to introduce them to everybody in case they hadn't heard them this is a this is a band called laceration off of their album demise and man it's you know i'm really just at the point where i i champion bands who 
you know, one understand uh, good songwriting and good structure who, you know, have solid performances and also understand that there are, there are uh, bands to draw influence of draw influence from other than incantation mortician and entombed which you know thankfully you know the that sort of influence is mostly gone from this it's not really present uh this sort of i think part of why this really got me is because it it scratched very much the same itch that uh pestilence's testimony of the ancients album uh, absolute classic if you've never listened to that uh, go listen to that album first uh, and then come back and listen to uh, Demise by Laceration and you'll understand sort of the well they're drawing from. The, not to say that this is just like a blanket imitation of that. It's not. This th- this sort of has its own personality, its own style going on. And that's one thing I like about Laceration is that they actually have style. They, they, actually, they actually sound like they're having fun and wanting to put their own stamp on things while they while they play and man i just i feel like that's kind of lacking with a lot of the stuff i've been listening to lately so i it's not only do i like this album not only do i enjoy the riffs but i also i also appreciate them and i think that for me is like the hallmark of a good album is when i appreciate what it does i appreciate the overall message and the impact you know what that's all i can say if the members of laceration ever hear hear this I appreciate you. I like what you do. Keep doing it, please. I think my favorite bits were when they were like kind of slowing down to the almost more like chuggy bits. I like, mm. oh, yeah. that was like, it just sounded so good. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I like, I like the, I like the songwriting. I like the riffs. I like the, I like the structures. I like the mix. It's, it's all, it's all, it's all good. It's, it's more than functional. Which, like, I think, you know what, part of me has come to think that, like, that's sort of why I, I would say, like, a good 95% of the death metal that I've sat through this year has been so lacking is because a lot of bands seem to think that just being functionally death metal is enough. And, I mean, it's not. That, that That's not, like, if you ever want to stand out, if you ever want to last, if you want to make an impact of some kind, you can't just be functionally death metal you have to actually put in the little something extra you know and that's kind of why i appreciate laceration is because they they got that little something extra and you know that's uh oh by the way that track was called perpetual sickness and yeah again this this album is called demise and like i've said several times before already the band is called laceration you can get over to rottedlife.bandcamp.com and you can find this album. It's good. Go check it out. Word. Nice. Yeah. Gotcha. That's going to bring it on over to me. And I'm This a, looks interesting. Yeah, this is going to be a band by the name of Chest Crush. <laughs> so, Tom, why don't you play that?
That was fun. Right? And it, it was just disgusting. It was filthy. And it was a, a real cool mix, especially with the album, of going back and forth between mainly having a, a death metal like grind sound to it and then interjecting hardcore into it at points. Yeah, I mean, I like that uh, that sort of fucking random-ass like, rock and roll riff in the middle of it. Yeah. I was like, oh, check out this attitude, and then it exploded into chaos. Yeah. So I'm kind of on the fence here. Mm-hmm. I don't entirely know if I liked that or not. I really don't. There, <laughs> th- there are things I liked about it and things I very much didn't. Mm-hmm. I do I do kind of like the way it unfolded. I do kind of like the way the whole I do kind of like the the way that the parts of this of this song kind of evolved into one another. I like the transition. I'm not quite sure I liked everything about it. I don't care for the mix too much. I think honestly if this had been cleaned up and punched up a little, I think this would have been served better by that. I look I fucking understand that we're in like the the grind territory. I know all the fucking grind guys go. Like, it's not supposed to be stupid clean. Dude. Like I get it, okay, but it's like I'm just saying, clean it. Like maybe if it maybe if the mix had been cleaned up just a little bit, I think it would have been even better. This is already like. I, I feel like I need to go listen to the rest of this album. May, like Dude. maybe I'm not giving it a fair shake, but. That is one thing I feel comfortable in saying is that I'm not super fond of this mix, but I do, I do like the ideas present here. I do like the way this kind of evolved. I, and by the way, I also did like that little kind of rock and roll part. Mm -hmm. I I actually completely have to go with Phil on that. Also the, that, that little, those little, that those little melodic, like dual guitar breaks, man, Mm -hmm. super cool. Super fucking cool. That is one thing from like classic melodic death metal that we need more of. We need to keep that shit in metal. Yeah, and I mean that shit back. I I try not to, uh, especially on a on a smaller band like this. uh, You know, it's like they have a demo in this release. Um, It seems like they're getting quite the the following. I mean, that's awesome. But you know, there are which is cool. uh, A number of. of reasons that a mix can sound the way it does. Uh, mm-hmm. sure. You know, you never know if it's because, like, listen, if I were to fucking start a band tomorrow, I don't know the first fucking thing about mixing an album. You know what I mean? So I, I might write something great and it sounds like shit. Um, well, that also, so I it, mean, I that, try that, not to that ride also, that too hard. Yeah. I mean, and look, I'm not, look, I'm not trying to find things to nitpick about. No, this no, is no. Just like, not saying yeah. you are. Okay. Yeah. This, I mean, I'm sure there's, there's gonna be fucking someone out there who does though but yeah like look um i do think that there's promise here i think i am gonna have to go back and listen to more of this yeah because again i'm i'm this band sounds like they're they're coming in hot they've got they got a lot of stuff they want to say and i'm liking i'm liking some of what i'm hearing it's just like you know i'm i'm gonna have to give it a listen maybe two who knows? And see if I end up really liking what uh, what I'm hearing. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. By the way, that was the track "Burden" off their July release from this year. Uh, the V D E L Y G M I A. I'm not even going to take 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 your time, Frank. Once you once you put 
consonants together like that. I'm just like, without vowels. I'm like, nope, nope. What is that? Um, they're from Edinburgh. And down in the bottom, they have uh, like certain websites that have like reviewed it and whatnot. And the very first one's like, if you've come to a record like this looking for a good time, you've probably got the wrong idea. This record is utterly joyless. Eight out of ten. <laughs> they definitely hit hit on the much in the same way like full of hell does of just making you go like oh everything is shit yeah i don't, I don't know man i i gotta say i i think i enjoyed this more than the full of hell stuff i've heard <laughs> i i know there are gonna be people who crucify me for that but hey ah, you, know. yeah, you like it or you don't it gives yeah. A shit. yeah yeah so to get a hold of this go to chestcrush.bandcamp.com word word all right, uh, so it's been very metal this week, so I'm going to uh, swing completely the opposite direction. We're gonna I'm, get, I'm actually really looking forward to this. We're going to get super punk rock here. Tom? I get older there's moments in my life where i'm like you know what maybe i should calm down with like the drinking and stuff like that make better choices with my health and then i hear stuff like this i'm like man i want a shotgun a beer like <laughs> and it just throws that all out the window yes i uh, yeah um despite the argument that we've been making for years uh music is a very bad influence 
<laughs> yes. Well, I mean, sh- I mean, shit, man. Tipper Gore figured that out. <laughs> Rock and roll will will ruin your children. <laughs> yeah. God bless them for it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I was super fucking hyped on this one. Um. And I'm sure is this is gonna hit a minority of our audience because I know a lot of people tune in for the heavier shit. I get it. Um, but it, it's listen, man. Like, uh, punk rock is a part of the roots, uh, whether you fucking realize it or not. You know, when you're fucking listen, when you're out there listening to fucking Master of Puppets, that shit exists because Discharge existed. Like, it. <laughs> it's also it goes back to say like there's different there's different forms of heavy. Yeah. Okay. Like, I, God, we talked about this back in like the bad YouTube days, but it's like <laughs> for for me, it comes down to there's either either a combination of these three things or it's either crushing, which is what I feel like most people associate with heavy. Yeah. It's abrasive or it's got high drive. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what punk is. It's got I, that high drive. Sometimes it's, shit's just fucking hard too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. So that was the, uh, that was the track run wild off of the EP. Um, well, the band's name is Wired Up. The EP is Wired Up Gets Rich on Rock and Roll. Because, <laughs> you know, that happens. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, they're coming out of Gainesville, Florida. Um, just playing some serious fucking punk rock shit, man. And it's nice. God, I, I Flo- feel like Florida punk rock, man. It's just I didn't even know that was really a thing. But, God, I guess it shows how much I fucking <laughs> Got to give something for the uh, meth gators to move to. Yeah, I mean, you know, regardless of how you feel about them, either back then or even now, uh, I mean, that was uh, against me's territory, and they uh, inarguably made a huge fucking mark uh, on punk, so there's definitely shit happening down there, Um, but it's cool, I feel like there's been a slew of bands, uh, specifically in the past, like, six months or so that we've talked about, that are, are playing more of a punk rock style, um, which I think we need more of. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of the really heavy shit in hardcore, which is fucking awesome. I love it. But like, yeah, shit like this. I mean, I haven't, you know, not many vocalists make that style of vocals sound mm-hmm. so fucking natural. Um, like going back from this, I, you know, the, the next thing I think of is immediately fucking choke from uh slap shot. So like, you know, you don't get a lot of those, and uh, when it works, it works really fucking well. And for Wired Up, it works really fucking well. Um, so get over to wiredup1.bandcamp.com. Check that out. All right. Well, that'll bring us to a segment. Some might say the most important segment. Some might say the segment. That's the brutal bruise. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. That's the first time we've done it right in like months. It's because Mike's not like, here to laugh at us for it. Well, yeah, yeah, that, that's true. Uh, yeah, we, there's no one, no one to impress. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can't impress Big Daddy Mike. Listen, I heard the intro y'all were doing when I when I left the show briefly and we first started that's doing the podcast. So, uh, yeah. Oh, Sam, you weren't even here for that. That was rough. Oh wait, no, you said oh before. Oh, oh okay. this this right. is well before you were involved. Yeah. I, for, for some reason, my, my my mind totally slipped, and I thought you were talking about like when you were like absent. No, 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 oh, bro. Yeah. I, I came back, and they were doing some like a real world intro. It was, it was bad. It was bad. 
Listen, you got you got <laughs> you got to get that God, shit out. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. real world. Oh God, you want to talk about a fucking irrelevant cultural? Uh, Jesus Christ. Listen, we've got a whole year or so of getting that out uh, oh in video format. It's brutal. It's brutal, and I hate myself for it. Uh, yeah, but, somebody's gonna find. Somebody's gonna find it and just be like, "Wow, this sucks." I hope. I hope not. Uh, <laughs> this, please don't. What I was gonna say is that this is the good kind of brutality that we're about to get into, though. Yes. So, uh, Tom, why don't you play that? do your thing but so earlier this month full of hell released a new album now normally obviously new album like that would come on to the uh the post bruise i think we did talk about it last week oh, okay yeah i intentionally was uh leaving it off for a while just because i knew i wanted to do a bruise with this mm. i knew i wanted to pair something <clears throat> with this and i wanted enough uh listen time with it yeah that's fair and even with that, goddamn, they they pack a lot into a short time period. You know, it's it's uh, what I find most interesting with them, and I know I talked about this a, uh, a bit last week, but um, they just every single release has kind of shot off in its own direction, while sometimes taking uh, bits from before and sometimes leaving things completely out. Yeah. Uh, you, you really don't know where they're going to go with it. Uh, and I like, like with this release, I really enjoy, um, the heavy amounts of like noise that they're bringing back to it. I I feel like they haven't done as much of that in recent releases. Mm -hmm. Um, like the fact that, you know, for fucking the last half of that song, my headphones are pulsating. Like it's, it's, um, which I feel is is certainly intentional on their part. Uh, like I, I feel like they're trying to create uh, physical dissonance. Yes. In their music, it 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 should kind of. They uh, don't want you to feel good. No, it should disorient you. Uh, which is exactly what the fuck it does. 
Yeah, it's well, much that you're saying earlier. It's there's things on this, especially the bringing back some noise elements that comes back from some of the earlier work. Yeah, but there's still that the influence of like death metal and all of that coming in there. And I think it's actually the 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 vocalist himself. He's glad that they did what they <clears throat> did um, in the beginning of not necessarily sticking to a genre or yeah. as he put like pigeonholing themselves because he's like we can do what we want yeah i mean they're very like, much taking the uh the boris approach um mm. which is cool uh i mean it's it's interesting because what it's gonna do is develop specifically a full of hell fan base it's mm. the same thing that happened to boris you you get people from different genres who like certain albums of theirs. And then you get people who are just Boris fans mm. and they're like, yeah, yeah, I fucking, I love fucking, uh, you know, like amplifier worship as much as I love fucking art. Like they, you know, things just, uh, like the, you know, they did a weird fucking Japanese pop metal album. It's <laughs> like, what in the fuck is that? Where did that come from? Um, but it's cool. I love, you know, whether you enjoy every release or you, like some of them you're generally not a, like doesn't matter what i think matters more is the fact that they're doing this and that there's certainly a focus on full of hell uh from other bands like i i feel like they like they set kind of uh new boundaries yes like it's okay to use this in the genre now uh so even if you don't necessarily like what they're doing i think every release kind of sends waves and you definitely hear some of it throughout the rest of fucking hardcore and a lot of newer metal acts i also i i still say anyone who has not seen them live yet go out and see them live because that is a fucking show um the the fact that we got to see them with the body in the fucking church basement insanity with fucking knife hits opening who (laughs) they alone yeah would have been a fucking i could have left then and been happy but uh, jesus christ and we saw him at that uh the nails show and i still remember i was in like like front row for that and the drummer just goes off on like a fucking solo and everyone's just like like ah and when it like ends and like all the guitars come back and i just take a fucking elbow to the chest like <laughs> and it's like yeah this is what i signed up for <laughs> yeah um it yeah i i mean i think we've uh, i think we've gushed about this band a lot on the show um i also i enjoy that uh it like i like that uh sam i like your your criticisms of them as it's gone along i've i've like it's legitimately been kind of interesting because i know you like the one release that we uh we bugged you forever to get into and i know i don't think anything else of theirs has uh, uh no. hit the same for you no um that's I, i'll be honest nothing else of theirs i've heard is hit at all that's not fair. remotely including this new one like the, the the mix is so bad like i can't hear a single fucking riff that's being played it's just it's so muddy it's it's chaotic and confused like it's possible to play chaotic music and have it still ultimately build towards something have and have it have meaning this is not it I think trumpeting ecstasy was as good as that band is ever going to get. And I mean, I, I hope they can come back and recapture that. It's just, I mean, if this is what they're putting out, I doubt it. I understand why that's the album that, yeah, that you like, because that's the one that's probably the closest to just straight death. No, 
Frank, no, that is not it. That is not why I, that is not the only reason why I like that album. Yes. I like that. It had more death metal influence, but I like the fact that I, I felt like the songs were tighter. The, the struct, like the structures were better. They were, they were better written. I liked the production more. It, it was not just because it had more death metal influence, man. Come on. I was, actually, I was actually going to say, as yeah. chaotic as this is, I was actually going to come out that, no, this mix, you can still hear. Like, No, you can't. I, I <laughs> At mean, least I, I can't. That's fair. I mean, I, I had no problem with it. Um, yeah. But, I mean, that's that's why we have usually four yeah. hosts on this show. Yes. Because uh, yeah. it's, look, everyone's going to have different takes. Um, yeah. It's important. And yeah, it's, look, I, I, yeah, look, I know... Like I, I know some of I know some of my I know some of my views can come off like I know there are probably at least a few people who think that I'm just being a contrarian. Let let me assure you right now, if that's what you think, you're wrong. You are one hundred percent incorrect no, in every I, way, I, shape, and form. I'm I, not talking I, to you guys. I'm talking to the, the listeners. Oh yeah, here. no, no. I I, yeah. I think uh you're you're you know your viewpoints on things come from a uh, a very genuine place but i what oh, i think yeah. is more important and what i hope we can help other people understand who sure. maybe listen to this is like man not everyone's going to like the same shit as you no you can yeah. still fucking be cool like it's fine oh, yeah <laughs> so yeah. Uh, i mean i i don't know man it's like music is one of the few things that i have really strong opinions about me it's too. Like, it's amazing, man. Because like most everything else, I'm just like I don't fucking care, whatever. But this is this is like one of the only things that like I will get in on. I mean, it's like I'm not gonna come out here and say that like I think Full of Hell are a bad band. No. I don't. I I don't think that they're like talentless. I don't think that they're fucking bad. I just think that they had one release that hit with me, and that nothing else they've put out has been remotely of interest to me. It's one hundred percent fair. Yeah, there there are bands like that. I, I've I've heard a bunch of bands who've had like one incredible re- like Entombed. Entombed had one incredible release, another arguably sort of okay release with Clandestine, and just the rest of it was just completely worth skipping. Like just. I feel like there's nothing substantive that came after that album. And I know go. a lot of people there's, are going to disagree. Yeah. A lot of people are going to disagree with that, but yeah. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, that's fine. But anyway, mm. uh, we've gone off on a bit of a tangent. Yes. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. No, it's fine. We believe me. It was a short episode to begin with. We needed some of that. We needed, <laughs> we needed to, we needed to spice it up. Even though it was talked about last week, I didn't mention the album name was garden of burning apparitions, mm. which is, a, which I will admit, however, great fucking album name also i don't know if you've ever like uh taken a look at their lyrics because that is also just a a fun dive into (laughs) quite the rabbit hole now of course we need a we need a a beverage to pair with this yeah Yeah, you've got something kind of kind of different today i did um as we said before full of hell tends to not go under the the normal rules, right? Um, so I wanted something a little bit more special for the occasion. Okay. So with that, we've got a a, a special release from Ardebeg. Um, it's called Scorch. This is I like probably need to buy a bottle of this. This is really fucking nice. Oh yeah. Um, so what that is, anyone doesn't know, Ardebeg is a if you're familiar with 
Isla Scotches, you probably already know it, know them, but obviously they're an Isla Scotch, which for doesn't know, that's the very peat and smoke heavy uh, variants. This is the, if, if you're not a Scotch drinker, most Scotch drinkers will tell you not to touch one of these first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I feel fortunate that I actually did get to try uh, an Arbig uh, 20 year at Ooh. one point. It was, yeah, a, a friend of mine dropped like almost a hundred dollars on an Ardbeg, uh, twenty year, uh, a couple years ago, and it. Let me it's tell you something, man. That's a really it, good price it, for a twenty. I was gonna year. say that's a steal. <laughs> yeah. 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 He. Yeah. He. It. It tasted like fucking expensive scotch. Mm. God damn. I wish I could have that again. Fuck. So, what's different about this, as opposed to the normal Ardbeg ten? is that they let it rest in heavily charred ex-bourbon barrels. <laughs> Jesus. So, what it was was already a a smoky whiskey is now also getting the treatment from the charred wood. You know <laughs> what I I will say though that I've been picking up on this um as we go along is there is definitely I um there's definitely a, a sweetness yes. that it picks up from the bourbon barrel. I was going to say the initial so uh, the initial taste is sweet. I don't know. Like, I'm still trying to pinpoint what it is. If it's a, I, I'm almost leaning towards either like a cow or molasses almost. Like yeah. it's, it's rich. Like, and then because you have all that, all the smoke and whatnot, you have sweetness with smoke. And I'm just like, it's just like drinking barbecue. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. It, it, it really is. Um, and not like a fucking, uh, it, it's that's gonna throw some people off and make them think of like cheap shitty barbecue sauce. Like no 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 no, no, no. like barbecued like you know you fucking like you like you cooked it on a grill set off from the fucking heat source. Yes, barbecuing. Um, yeah, no, it it, it really. Uh, I mean this this has been phenomenal. Oh yeah, and the again the nose like right off the back, just how fucking briny it is and whatnot. And, like because of that, like almost like salt character to it. Again, like there's times like the first time I was drinking it, I was like, it almost tastes like overcooked bacon. Like, oh shit, I can see that. Yeah. Um, what a great comparison, dude. It's funny overcooked bacon. Dude, I love it. Doing like like tastings of whiskeys and actually trying to figure out what you're tasting and whatnot has it it's one of the most fundamental exercises it, it's, like uh yeah I, i'm i'm honestly i'm surprised you haven't started dipping into cigars because it's such a similar thing um and you really get it's the same it's funny when people who like um scotch and cigars uh describe the flavors because most people are like why the fuck would you want that and it's like no it's really good like when you describe something as like fucking literally like uh like oh yeah there's like hints of like grass in this and people are like what no it's really good the end of this which is usually the case for i feel like a lot of peanut whiskeys like if you don't take a sip for a while you are going to get that like ash Mm -hmm. in your mouth like that's just the nature of it like well yeah it was in a fucking charred barrel (laughs) yeah and Again, right before that, I feel like there does get a, like, a vegetal, like, taste in the mouth. But, like, it's one of the reasons why I chose this to go with this album. It's very... Things unfold as you drink it. Mm -hmm. And it's... 
you're not going to get it all on the first sip. Go back, listen to the album again and again, listen, and they're going to hear different things. You're going yeah. to, like, the end result is still going to be in a full-on uh, assault. Yeah, which, which like, this is. Yes. It this, certainly is. This isn't what you're having for your nightcap. Well, I mean, I don't, you know, that depends on the sort of night, I guess. Um, <laughs> Or, you know, if you're just a fucking animal, um, which I'm, I'm starting to think is, is the case. Cause I, I'm, I'm apparently doing wild shit and I'm too old for it, but, uh, <laughs> fuck it. I don't, yeah, um, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm almost 33. I'm, I'm at the point where it's like, I just want to have like a couple beers and like call it a night. So now I was lucky enough to find a bottle of this at the, uh, the total wine in Cherry Hill. Oh, Okay. Now they luckily had it for, this was one twenty eight. That's not bad. No, especially because I went online, and there's some jerk offs already trying to sell them for like four hundred dollars. Holy shit! Fuck Maybe I should God. buy like five of these fucking things. To- unless they put another one out, like they only had because it was that case, uh, like their display case of uh, limited editions and yeah. Like, so, they have a whole bunch of stuff in there that I can't afford that I really want to drink. <laughs> But if you can find yourself a bottle of this in like the the one thirty to one fifty range, go for it. Easily pull the trigger. Oh yeah, uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, because I mean, when you, when you're getting to uh, this level of scotch, especially for a fucking limited a, release, a one time, like um, that's a that's a really good price. A, a <laughs> lot of fucking, especially when you get into some of the bigger names, um, your Lafroigs and your Lagavulins. Uh, they do a fucking limited release and it's like 350 bucks. Bro. <laughs> uh, and some of them are uh, riding the name. I mean, look, there's, you're, you're never going to get a bad bottle of fucking Lefroy 16. But, uh, you know, if you fucking you buy some of those limited releases and some of them are fucking bangers and some of them are not worth what you're paying. Yes. I was going to say there was a I mean, I would love to try it. Uh in that case, they had a vintage 1973 Glenfiddich Fuck for, for the low, low cost of $5,999. Be honest with you, I'm surprised it was that low. They had a, a certain special Macallan. I think that was like, that was like, I think a past 10. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like crazy wine drinkers, but worse. <laughs> but... I used to, to close this out of it. Um, do yourself a favor. If you can, pick up a bottle of Ardbeg's Scorch, throw on Full of Hell's Garden of Burning Apparitions, and have yourself a good time. Right on. You know, you know, there is one, by the way, uh, before we call it, there is actually one thing I just wanted to mention, uh, and that is that on, this, on October 8th, uh, Suffocation's Effigy of the Forgotten turned 30 years old. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah. No fucking shit. Fuck. One of like one of the most brutally aggressive influential death metal albums to ever come out of the out of the United States is 30 fucking years old. That's another band that like seeing them live was mm. was amazing. Yeah, man. Uh god, it's like suffocate like I, I shit you not, man. I think uh 
like as of as of the last few years like some of the albums that have influenced me the most uh in terms of like songwriting and just sheer just sheer power and aggressive uh, aggression and not only that but like charisma have been albums like effigy of the forgotten pierced from within uh uh human by the way the human waste ep i'm convinced that frank mullen is not actually doing vocals on that ep i'm pretty sure they just got a really a really far gone rabid pit bull to just like <laughs> bark to just bark into a mic. Well, to be fair, that man it, is fucking insane. Yeah, dude, by the way, I'm telling, I'm telling everyone here. If you have never heard suffocations, human waste EP, that shit is fucking feral. Oh, it is yeah. like, it, it is like some of the most ferocious shit ever recorded. It sounds fucking unhinged. I'm straight up. It's yeah. It, it I'm, I'm pretty sure they all are. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, suffocation is not to be toyed yeah. with. No, no, no. This is like fucking, by, by the way, one of one of the hardest band names of all time. Oh, my God, yeah. Shit, that, that with, with a name like, when you hear a name like suffocation, you're going to be like, oh, oh, fuck, I might not live through this. They also, and, I mean, they're fucking, they, everything about them, uh, they just fucking nailed like even aesthetically with their fucking logo. I was wearing a fucking suffocation t-shirt underneath my fucking uh, my shop right like, you know, button up fucking work t-shirt uh, and the fucking the the maintenance guy. I'm walking past the all you can see is the very peak of the of the one F underneath my shirt. Yeah, this motherfucker looks at me and says, are you wearing a suffocation shirt? <laughs> i was like yes i am and he's like that shit's so fucking hard man and i was like yeah i know <laughs> God, i i remember i was i was outside of a welding class once when i was like 23 <laughs> or 24 just quick aside i was wearing I, I was wearing an old cancer shirt like the like the the death shall rise design and i was just like my a couple of my buddies from class and i were smoking and i was just kind of sitting there bullshitting with them and this guy probably in his mid forties just walks by and he kind of stops when he sees me and he's like, bro, is that a fucking cancer shirt? And I'm like, yeah, man. He's like, holy fuck. I didn't think anyone else knew who they were. I'm like, no, someone does. But yeah, man, um, fucking happy belated, the happiest possible belated birthday to suffocations, effigy of the forgotten, like, one of those albums that really proved to me just what death metal could do, what it could be, just how aggressive, powerful, violent, and influential this shit really was. And all around, just one of the albums that proved to me that death metal was worth listening to. By the way, featuring one of the most fucking bonkers album covers I think I've ever seen, courtesy of the legend himself, Mr. Dan Seagrave. If you're not familiar with Dan Seagrave's work, in, especially in early death metal, oh my God. Oh my fucking God. You need to go to Dan Seagrave's site and look up like the high res photos of all his album covers. They are like, you will notice something different every single time you look at most of them. They are fucking crazy. So yeah, just go, go throw on Suffocation's Effigy of the Forgotten soon if you've never listened to it and just you'll learn. You will learn everything you need to know. <laughs> Word. Like that's, I mean, that's like, like how many fucking bands have been ripping off that have been ripping off and biting suffocation for the past 
few decades. All of them. Yeah. To some degree. <laughs> everyone, dude, everyone bites suffocations in some way, shape, or form, myself included. It's like there have been times where I've been fucking I've been fucking around on my own guitar and I'll be like, oh, I'm just ripping off suffocation. <laughs> Fuck. But then again, it uh Im- imitation is indeed the sincerest form of flattery. So yeah, that's that's just the last thing I wanted to come out and say. Love, love suffocation, love effigy of the forgotten. It's a fucking classic for a reason. Go listen to that. And especially the human waste EP. If you've never heard it, it is terrifying straight up. And that's all I got for you. But Tom's house is poltergeisting right now. Um, Christ. Anyway. uh, Yeah. I I know this is a short one. Uh, Something that I've kind of noticed throughout the last couple discussions on this episode and what i think is important uh what we do here both with the music the liquor everything that we fucking do is about finding shit to enjoy because the world can really suck mm-hmm. uh oh god don't we know it yeah it's uh it's brutal out there so when you find something that brings you happiness that's what's fucking important uh it doesn't matter if anyone else fucking likes it, doesn't like it, disagrees with you on the fucking importance of it. Um, none of that shit fucking matter. It's fun discussion, and mm-hmm. you should have sure. it. Uh, maybe, yeah. maybe you'll fucking, maybe you'll learn something. Maybe you'll change your mind on something. But at the end of the day, if you fucking like something, you fucking like it. Um, and we just hope to help, you know, find a little bit more of that for you. So, if our if our weird fucking discussions here can help you reach some form of catharsis as small as it might be in life. I consider, I consider us and our listeners better for it. And look, the only thing I'm I'm just going to close this out by saying the only thing in life that should be brutal are the bruise and the death metal. Yes. Yeah. It just, just drink beer and listen to deeds of flesh. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Beautiful. There's, there, there's your fuck. There's your fucking T-shirt slogan right there. <sighs> well, uh, I think that'll uh, think that'll do it. Yes, for us here on from the pit. Uh, sorry again, it was a short one, but uh, is what it is. Sometimes uh, we suck. Um, no, but it was short and spirited. No, it was. It was. I like that episode. Um, so fuck it. Get over to fthepit.com for all of your From the Pit needs, uh, links to all of the episodes, uh, all of the fucking social media. Come yell at us on Discord, um, Facebook, Instagram, all the fun. All, we're, we're on all of them. Uh, some- actually, preferably Discord for me because I really, I really like directly hearing from people. Discord is the is the way to go. Uh, yeah. it, it's it, Most of us get notifications and, and someone's l- more than likely to respond. Um, yeah. Even if not for long, because I'm probably fucked up by the time I'm responding. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash from the pit. Uh, five bucks a month gets you two bonus episodes every month. Uh, I'm pretty sure we got to do some recording soon, but yes. there is a big yeah. backlog uh, as well. So, uh, and I know we don't have a ton of Patreon. So if you if you hop in now, you've you've got plenty of extra listening to do. Um, anywhere that you're listening, uh, especially on iTunes because they hate us. Uh, leave us five stars, rate and review, all that fun shit. Subscribe download 
Uh, we need you to do those things. It helps us immensely. Uh, and that's uh, I think that's everything I got. Well, good night, ladies. <laughs>